trade deadline, NBA, it's going down. Um, simply putting it, it's one of the greatest days in sports. It's uh, the NBA has, I think, the most transactions that happen on deadline day next to uh, soccer. So, I I love it. I love it. Um, despite sometimes my Knicks doing crazy trades, despite um, trades we don't do that we should have did, uh, it's really a great time in the sport. And it really gets the world going between Instagram and Twitter and all the social media platforms. It really is a great day in sports. Uh, the crew and I, we talk about teams that need to make a trade and why some teams should actually probably stay away from that. Check it out. They got to get rid of KCP. He got an ugly contract. Yeah, but but yeah, but they're not going to take KCP. They, you they're know what? They, might have, they actually might have to get rid of KCP in order to make the money work. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Well, yeah, because no one else is making north because, of double digits. <laughs> because Ingram like and Hart aren't making, aren't making enough money to actually make that, that trade happen solo. That's right. why they so, would have to put Zoo in it. Z- uh, I, think, I think the biggest piece is um should be B.I. Like, I, you saying you thought that uh, Zoe was the main piece. I feel like B.I. should be the main piece. B.I. got to go. He should have left last week. Yeah, B.I. got to go. We're being honest. <laughs> Uh, he got it. He needed a new fresh start or something. I think he's gonna um, do well wherever he goes. But yeah, I, I guess you guys are right. He's he just you know what? There's not enough shine for him to grow the way he needs to here. Right, right. I think he has the potential to be um, not potential because I hate that word. I think he is capable of being um, a very solid number two. I don't think he'll ever be a number one. Nah, you know. I, um, I feel the same way about Brandon Ingram as I felt about D'Angelo Russell. Okay. He was a great player. Obviously, he could go to another team and lead another team. But oh, here okay. in LA, you saying as far as in LA, I was about to say I don't know because Russell making some shake. I mean, he. I feel like Russell's right now, as far as situation goes, he's in a poor man's Harden situation where Brooklyn has no one else to score the ball, especially with Dinwiddie out for the season practically. Yeah, yeah. Brooklyn has nobody else. And Karis LeVert, I think now two weeks ago. Really? Yeah, two weeks. He's already been – this is his third week technically going on that he's been hurt. That um, can't be right. Nah, that's right, bro. Because I remember watching him two weeks ago. I guess he must have got hurt in the game that I was watching. It might have – you remember what game it was? Because it might have been that game. I don't remember. But – I think it was the – was it the uh, the Houston game? I think it was the Houston game. I think that's it the was because it was yeah yeah it was it was right after the uh, James drops no no it wasn't no I don't know uh, the important thing is he D'Angelo was literally in the same situation Harden is where he had no one else to score the ball Karis LeVert out for the season Dinwiddie out um, and you know they ran they they had a three guard three headed monster with those three boys. So, um, shout out to D'Angelo, though, because just because he has to doesn't necessarily mean he's capable, but we all knew he was capable. But now that he has the pressure and the shot attempts <laughs> to do it, he's definitely putting on the show. <laughs> shot attempts, for sure. <laughs> nah, because people be sleeping and be calling Harden the greatest scorer ever and all this other stuff. I'm like, well, shit, if Melo got 20 free throws per game or if LeBron even now got 20 free Mello, throws per game. When was the last time I talked about Melo? Uh, last segment. I mean, last it was, week. It was not last week. I did not talk last about Melo week. last week. I didn't talk about Melo last week because last week y'all was talking about 
Kyle Corbin and all that nonsense. I did not talk about Melo last week. We talked about Melo a little bit last week. When? Oh, okay. I, I just make sure I wasn't the only one. <laughs> when? I feel like we talked about Melo and his scored ability last week. Did we? No, no, because we were arguing so in we that talk last about Mello every week. Nah, see, that's just because you don't like Melo. That's why you feel I like don't, that. I don't dislike Melo. I just think he... His course is wrong. Wait, nope, nope. We're not going to do it right now. But anyway, um, we spent last week talking about a subject that wasn't the subject. We're not going to do it again this week. Um, <laughs> so bringing it back to... <laughs> bringing it back to what we wanted to talk about originally. Um, nah, because I don't think you understand. After we finished that segment, I went back and cut it down. We was talking about that for 30 minutes. For a long time, for sure. A for solid sure, thirty sure. minutes. Hey. Like I did, oh yeah, I was watching the clock. Listen. I know exactly how long we talked. We about was that. talking about that so long. Mo got mad. Yeah, <laughs> right, right, right. Mo was like, "All right, all right, that's enough. That's enough. Like, we, we we're done with this. We're done with this." And exactly. you know, it's bad when I'm ready to stop talking. Yeah, exactly. When you calling shot clock violations, I'm like, "Oh nah, all right, it's time to it's time to pull back on this." But yeah, I, that was that was pretty cool. I cut out the whole boogie segment solely off the strength that <laughs> we talked about that Kyle Corbett thing for 25 minutes. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, nah, it's gonna be interesting to see. I, I no one really gave me their opinion on on this whole Kyrie wanting to go back to his uh, his big brother because I think it's just a lot of talk. I think that it's not gonna. <clears throat> What I think he wants to go back to the Celtics regardless. I don't think he wants no. to leave the situation he's in. No, I, I know he does. Go ahead. Nah, I, I think, but, like, when he came out, balling. he's balling, but he can't quite get over the hump. He can't get over the hump, and he doesn't have – He let's, let's be honest. Kyrie uh, wants to have, at the maximum on his team, three options. In Boston, there are seven. Seven options. So basically, what's it to go back to LeBron ca- carrying him over time? No, I wouldn't call it that. I think he just wants to go to a team where they need him more. You know what I'm saying? Kind of like Jimmy Butler feels, but Kyrie is more subtle about it sometimes. Sometimes Kyrie will come out and be like, listen, I miss LeBron, as you can tell. <laughs> I apologize to LeBron for, you know, being the way I was in Cleveland, all that good stuff. I think his perfect situation is y'all gonna hate me for it. Um, I really think it's Brooklyn, but they have three guards that they huh? want to keep, so they're not gonna. He's not gonna go there. He's a but I think, Whose man is you? Think about it. Kyrie wants to be the main guy, uh-huh. and he wants to be able to defer about it. when he wants uh-huh. to. Uh huh. Think about it. Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> think no, about it. No, no. I was gonna say I really, I really think his perfect fit is the Knicks because he has the All Star Porzingis, and then he has the next down from that, <sighs> and the possibility of of Kevin Knox or whoever we sign. So that's that's what Kyrie wants. He wants two main options and not six seven, as it is in Boston. Because think about it, Boston has Marcus Morris, Al Horford, Gordon Hayward, Jason Tatum, Rozier. To a certain degree, and that and that's just the five that you know I can name off the top of my head. Like there's there's many there's two more. I leave out Jalen Brown. There we go, Jalen Brown six. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? And Kyrie would be seven. Like they have seven solid scoring options, and that's too many for a player like Kyrie who wants to feel like he was dependent on. Because like as you could tell, you see how far Boston got without him. So so here's the thing: if the Lakers do this fire sale in order to get mm. Andrew uh, Andrew Wow. 
in order to get <laughs> AD. I'm about to say Andrew Wiggins. Yeah, right. In order, in order to get Anthony Davis. Mm-hmm. Then yes, it makes sense for Kyrie to come here. But if we don't have to do this, if we don't do this fire sale in order to get the offseason, the same problem because we already. I mean, not to say that we have the same caliber level of options at Aiden, but right now we have Lonzo, Ingram, Kuzma, and Hart all trying to get their shots within the offense. Kuzma's obviously getting his more than anybody else's, but. The other three are struggling to find their shots behind Kuzma in the offense behind LeBron. So adding Kyrie to that, now Kuzma's the shots, which, I mean, but now the other three are really going to have trouble finding their shots. You see what I'm saying? So it's like, it wouldn't be much of a difference from the system he's in now unless these players are gone by the time he gets there. I, well, one, yes. I, I do agree, to, but that's to a certain extent. But I think the only thing that would be different as far as with you guys is that Lonzo and Josh Hart are not scoring options. Um, you're not going to call a play for Josh Hart. You're not going to call a play for Lonzo. Um, Lonzo and Josh Hart. Josh Hart is a spot-up artist. He can cut. Don't get me wrong. He can, he can, he can shoot. But he's not like, all right, we got to make sure we get Josh Hart the ball on this play. We got to make sure we run this play through Lonzo. Um, that's not a thing. So um, in Boston, you can run a play through Jalen. You can run a play through Jason Tatum. You can run a play through Gordon Hayward, Rozier, hell, Horford, and Marcus I mean, Morris. I mean, I, I get what you're saying in that, but these guys still need their shots. You know what I mean? I, it's not like Lonzo don't need his shots, bro. It's, it's, Lonzo don't don't need his shots, but he still, you know, I feel like he still wants some shots. I don't even think he wants shots. He might not want shots because every time he shoots, his his stock go down. But yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but but um. But no, it's it's not like a Cleveland situation where it's somebody like Tristan Thompson who literally doesn't need a shot. You know what I mean? Some of these guys like oh to shoot God. to be in their rhythm. You know what I mean? They don't like to just. I mean, don't get me wrong. They both of them have what's the word? A certain like dog on defense that they use to get into their offensive rhythm. But they still use that offensive rhythm to get back into their defensive rhythm to to heighten their play. It, they like to go both ways and be two way. They're not really uh, consistent on one end without having the rhythm going both ways. They both have that problem. Mm-hmm. I hear you. I do. I do. You're right. You're right. But I think it can it can either be Kyrie, AD, <coughs> Bronny, um, before we know it, or it can even be Kyrie taking um, a Kevin Durant type deal where he plays with. LA next year, uh, Boogie comes there for two years with a player option, and they could easily do that and then keep all the pieces they already have. Like the Lakers have enough money to crave to carve out two max slots, two, not one, but two. I think both of y'all are wrong. I think when Kyrie made that call to LeBron, he basically was telling everybody. I don't need to be the man anymore. I understand I had a good thing going and I was young and dumb. I I, I felt like I needed everything to be at the helm of my hands. He said, but now I'm trying to win rings. Uh So I I don't think it's a situation where he feels like he has to be the man and he only needs three options. I, I feel like 
Rub knew the best chance he had to make some shake was playing with LeBron. And he messed that up, and he's trying to get back to that. He's looking at LeBron and AD. He said, oh, my God, that's like back in Cleveland, but with five times more talent than Tristan Thompson. Shit, ten times. Kevin Love. Well, that's don't like disrespect Caleb. Like he was, he was on, decent uh, on steroids. Whoa, whoa, whoa! When Love went to the Cavs, he was decent. Timberwolves, K. K. Love was filthy. I'll give that, you this. Oh yeah, you know it. You know it. This Boy, I already thirty, nice man. Nice. Man, I used to, I used to wear out the Cavs, not the Cavs, the Timberwolves with Mo. It, I would always pick them. Him, Derek Favors, freaking, uh, not Favors, Derek Williams, uh, Kevin Martin. That used to be my team right there. But um, yeah, no, I I, I see I, I see your point, Carson, and I, and I and I can see where that that would make sense. I I personally just think that with all this that's going on, we could very well see Kyrie Irving wearing a Los Angeles Lakers shirt. The purple is of gold. Be the second player since Isaiah Thomas. <laughs> no, I'm all right, moving on man to the next topic because I that's no. That is not acceptable. Come on, Kyrie, nah, come down wide, baby. Come back down wide, baby. Get some, nah, get some little get mama, with the come crew. on down to the... So Christoph Porzingis is no longer a Nick. I mean, to be honest, he didn't really do too much for us. I, but hear me out, hear me out. I promise you, it's not just because, you know, oh, he didn't bring us a championship and all this. Because if he didn't bring us to the playoffs, he didn't win a scoring title, he didn't make any defensive NBA teams, he, he, he really didn't do much. You know what I'm saying? So um, he, he, he and his agent decided, I guess, that they wanted to be traded elsewhere. And that's what the Knicks did. Um, it took a lot of brass. It took um, a lot of guts. I couldn't I couldn't have just called a shot like that. So, so blatantly and so so disrespectfully in my opinion but the crew and i we talk about how exactly this trade turned the nba on its head in just a couple of hours check it out trey burke uh, trey burks that's what i was gonna ask what was all what did all the mavericks get and what did the knicks get all right boom the knicks got a future first rounder all right no a compensation or something like that we got in the trade, we got Dennis Smith Jr. We got okay. all the black people from the Mavericks, pretty much. Yeah, the Mavs said Except we going Harrison full forward. Yeah. They said we going forward, get in the V. Big forward. Um, For the most nah, part. Dennis, uh, Dennis Smith Jr., De- DeAndre Jordan, Wesley Matthews, uh, first-round pick in the future, and then a first-round pick from a team that they're working a deal out for. Hold on. Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. In the future, what does in the future mean? How far? 20, 2022. Okay. And the pick that they're working out with the team they're going to trade for is should be should be draft? should be yes should be the upcoming okay. draft. Okay, and Hopefully so what did what all did you get? Did you did y'all give any picks up? No, no. Picks. Okay, so y'all gave up Trey Burke, Courtney Lee, Paul Harley Jr., Jr., and Porzingis. Yep. For three players and two picks. <clears throat> and in my personal opinion, that actually was a pretty good trade because to me. The for what y'all had, y'all had to do a lot to build around Porzingis. Porzingis, to me personally, is a a special type of player that you have to put the right pieces around. 
so, so I feel like what y'all got in Dennis Smith Jr. and and Mo said uh, DJ uh, DeAndre is a little, little bit past his prime. I still think he's he's still got a lot of production left in him. So I, I think they're a lot easier to build so, around than Porzingis was. This this is what I'm saying. I don't doubt that he has a lot of production left around him. This is what I'm mm-hmm. saying is to me Porzingis is considered the the way I hear him talked about. He's considered to be an elite talent in this in the NBA. He's considered tier what tier three tier somewhere between tier nice, two tier, tier two. four. That, that's what I'm saying. I would say tier two. Some people would argue tier three. Right now, Anthony Davis is a tier one prospect, and he's getting the, the same haul that you guys just got. The Pelicans are getting for just Anthony Davis. So why do you guys have to give up four ex, three extra players just to get that same haul? Well, well, Courtney Lee was trash. Well, how do you feel about the trade before I, I intervene and uh, regulate all this? First of all, was Mo trying to say tier? Yes, right. That's what I was. Yeah, I was hold on. Hey, we just gonna let it ride. We gonna let it yeah, ride. We gonna let the, wait, <laughs> wait, hold on. Time out. That's that's what the fuck I said. No, you said no, nah. nah. You, you said, said tier. tier. You oh, you're gonna say tier. Tier. Yeah, that's what I no, said. No, hold tier. on. Nah, but nah. you said wait, wait, wait. You were making. We were gonna move past it. But since you wanna poke the bear, you made it. <laughs> you, you made it two syllables. It's a one syllable word. Is it? Yes. It's it not is. tier, son. Like it's tier. No, tier comes from your eye when you fart. No. And there's it's also tears, brother. It's a homonym. Go ahead. Go ahead oh, oh, wait, wait. No, 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 no. I need my chance to poke fun at this New York education. What? No. I need... We're not, we're yes, not yes. That's what we are. We're, we're talking what? about this. We can talk That's about it in the outro. We can talk about an outro. Can we talk about an outro? Okay, we can talk about an outro. We can do an outro. Thank you. All right. But first of all, hold up. Oh, what I've heard about the trade is that this clears up enough cap space for the Knicks to go after two max contracts for next year. Right, right, right. So, uh, you know, I've been hearing things because I listen to a lot of the fan. And I've been hearing a lot of things about potential Kevin Durant and potential Anthony Davis type stuff. Yeah, so, yeah, potential, potential this. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if that's the case, if that's their end game with all of this, hi ho Silva. You know what I mean? Go right ahead. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, because in fact, he's on the next. I, I you got my word. I'm, I'm watching. I feel bad. Yeah. Sad. So hey, so let me. Why Shep tried to make it seem like he was a player in the league that's just down there? I listen to the fans. That's what he does, no, man. You <laughs> give the fans what they want. No, the fan is a radio station. Oh, oh the actual. Fan. Okay. Yeah, I figured oh, okay. that. It's WFAN. The fan. Come on, so Mike Francis. Yeah. Don't I, I, know the, I, I love the radio show, but yeah, but I didn't think you would do that on our radio show. I, I, I just want to get my sources. I'm obviously not the basketball guy. I'm just, they don't, I don't want him to think I'm pulling it out of the air. <laughs> Good. I like that. He validated what he got sourced. I got a okay. bibliography, son. He just he said, I got this from okay. Lowe's, show me. <laughs> not I got so like, bibliography with this. I personally feel like, like I agree with Carson. Like, we actually made a pretty smart <clears> trade. Um, now, for all the Knicks fans out there, don't hate me, but, and you know what's wrong with people? They always trying to force things, whether it be relationships, ponytails, or, or just judgments on other people. They always trying to force it. Now, with that being said, Porzingis, Porzingis clearly, clearly was upset with Phil Jackson. He's been butthurt about this for two years now. He hasn't let it go. Um, and he gave 
a franchise one season to make it right. One, Porzingis, we didn't have any money to sign major impactful players. So who the hell did you think? Who did he think was going to win with on this roster? I'm, I'm confused. I guess he thought because Enos Cantor, the way we were treating him was foul. But all I know is there's a lot of players out here who need to get the fuck out of their feelings. And that's, that's the reality of the situation. Porzingis, you're 23 years old. You was in New York for four or five years, maybe. No, four years because you, you were injured all this year. Um, and we haven't been to the playoffs once with you, my man. So fuck out of here. Like, you, why are you demanding a trade? Like, you don't, you don't deserve to play for a winner. <laughs> you don't deserve. Like, you haven't, there hasn't been a stretch where Porzingis put the Knicks on his back and won, like, eight straight games off his scorn, nothing like that. Wow. Like, who the hell are you? Get it off your chest. And you know what it is? Truthfully, it's his brother. His brother, you know, this the, people need to understand. Just because they're your family or your really close friends, they don't they don't just automatically get the shot to be your agent or be your manager. That don't mean shit. Oh, they looking Hold for on, the wait, best. Wait, 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 wait. So if Malcolm made it to the league right now, you wouldn't try to live vicariously through him? Hell no. Hell That's a lie. That's a fact. I'm not gonna try to live. I'm not saying. Anymore. I'm not saying you're gonna make try to influence him and make make him um, take your opinions and and go forth with those. I'm just saying you would still, you know, you know, would drop your opinion. Boy, I, I I like to see you do this. Blah 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 blah. Nah, nah. I'm not. I'm not that type. I'm not that type. I wouldn't do that. But his his thing. He's in meetings for his brother. Like he's his brother's straight up agent. Like he just dropped whatever lifestyle he was living beforehand and became his brother's agent. And right, but that doesn't mean he he knows what he's doing. He's just seeing other players demand for trades, a la Jimmy Butler, a la you know um, Anthony Davis. No offense, Chris Stops. You know what I'm saying I love you, I love you, bro. But you you're not you're not Anthony Davis, Papa. You're not you you're not you're not him. I haven't seen you. I haven't I've seen Anthony Davis take over for stretches, like multiple weeks type stuff. Yeah, but you've also only seen him win one playoff series. But that 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 may be that may be true. But he also plays in the Western Conference. Well, he also has played the Warriors like, and he's and <laughs> and, he, and he's also played in the Western Conference. Yeah. Western with, Conference. Anyway, with, with um, no help. With no help. Um. So that was that was good though. He he almost had it. But nice try. Um. Real talk though. I like what we got back. I mean, let's be honest. The Knicks have been trying to get a point guard for years. I think we finally picked the right one. Um, everyone knows Frank Nilekina is, is a small forward at best right now in this league. Um, and DeAndre Jordan, Wesley Matthews. Mo, I wanted to cut you off so bad when you said he can't shoot no more. That man is yeah, shooting. Yeah, I was about to say. He, that I man is shooting at a high clip this year, like a high clip. Um, and DeAndre Jordan is still the rim runner of, you know, the years past and present. So, and, um, but to, just to piggyback off of that, Weston Matthews kind of revitalized his career in, uh, in Dallas because he was he was some some doodle butter in uh, Portland <laughs> on the back end. Of his team. Yeah, yeah, it was <laughs> it was bad. It was okay. bad. So so you telling me Wesley Wesley Matthews in New York right now with Dennis Smith Jr. is going to be putting up the same numbers he put in Dallas? Um, I'm not saying that. Right, one one said. that doesn't one that doesn't matter because we're not going to the playoffs, so it doesn't matter what the fuck he puts up. Two, it's a great trade for the Knicks because we got rid of two contracts that were going into next season's books. 
I wanted us to get rid of Timmy Hardaway for for the since we signed him. I okay, that was to, a bad side to begin with because y'all gave right him away then. for nobody and then signed him back for bad money. Right, yeah, that so was pretty dumb. My, my my point is now now that we done rectified our losses, we had to we had to cut our losses. That's a lot and of money. So basically, to, basically to me, what you're saying it's a good trade because they fix past mistakes as opposed to making the best trade available. Well, the best trade available wasn't guaranteed. So let's say that wasn't on the table anymore. Because Wesley Matthews and DeAndre Jordan are free agents after the season. So who's to say Dallas even would have had enough to even give us? There's no one else on the roster I would even attempt for us to trade for if uh, we would make the trade in the summertime. There's no one. No one on the Mavericks roster. Zero. But now they got they got some they got some pretty solid pieces. I think if Harrison Barnes can and just step his game up just a little bit, I think they have a good shot to make the playoffs next season. Like a very good shot. I yeah. not this season. No, no, sure. no. See, I don't doubt that. But this is what I'm saying. So what you're saying is, is not not only that. So these are the two points I want to make, and then I have two questions that follow the two points. The two points I want to make are one, you gave away what's considered to be a generational talent for no generational talent back, which is something that you're not supposed to do in the NBA today. Who's this generational oh. talent that do play? They were, hold on, so Dennis Smith Jr. wasn't being raved about all year his rickety? But he has a, As a generational what, talent? This is what I'm saying. Is, he got generational athleticism. Go ahead. Yeah, he, no, he definitely has generational athleticism. But this is what I'm saying. Christoph Porzingis has made the All-Star game based off the fact that people consider him a generational talent. Uh, that's, that's not going to happen to Dennis uh, Smith Jr. I don't know about solely. I don't, I don't know about solely, bro. But go ahead. The you other point, I, I'm, the I'm other point I was going to make is... Now you guys have opened up two back slots to try and lure a free agent to New York. But what was the last time you guys lured Amari a back Stoudemire. slot free agent to New Amari York? Amari Stoudemire. Amari You going to pay another $100 million for a hunt for an Amari Stoudemire? That's what you're doing? You really going to do that again? You, you, um, didn't, you didn't learn who, the first time? Did you, did you not? Well, well, first of all, he was an MVP candidate before Melo got there. So what you're saying is you can have an MVP candidate that can't have help? What are you talking about? So what I'm saying is you'd rather sign somebody for $100 million who isn't worth $100 million who's going to give you MVP numbers as long as he's not next to somebody else who earns that $100 million. Well, look at the the fit who they brought in. You know what I'm saying? Mari was the, the start of offense until Melo got there. And then what happens? He has to go down and his numbers go down consequently because of that. So, like, there's, there, but, there's factors. But, but just to take from what you just said, think about who's in the free agency pool this season alone. The Lakers can't sign everybody. I, I hate to break it down, break your heart like that, bro, but you guys can't sign everybody. Um, so, but, but what <laughs> you're telling me is New York, the New York Knicks are a valuable landing spot for two of the top free agents in this, in this other than K, the KD I can see. I can see KD and that makes it worth it. If you guys sign KD, then it's worth it. But if you don't sign KD, but, I don't see you guys signing another Max free agent. So Kyrie, Kyrie, Kyrie hasn't been shitting on Boston subliminally all season, in the in the press in the press. So what so you're telling me is Kyrie's gonna leave Boston to go to New York? Why is that so hard to believe? Isn't KD? Didn't you just say there's a good chance KD comes to New York? Why would yeah, he but, leave? But K, go to but KD, KD and Kyrie are two completely different animals, bro. They the Kyrie, same animal. They Kyrie, both wanted Kyrie to get is away. In a much better winning winning position for a chip now than he is if he goes to New York. But he knows that. So is that so isn't KD? Lick. So KD not in a good position? But KD believes that he can go to New York and try and lead them to a KD isn't worried about that. KD pretty 
bro. You sat this down and talked to KD? I, no, I haven't sat down and talked <laughs> talk to KD. You right. Uh, but I, but I, would, I would tell you this. So what you're telling... So I, I, I would say it like this, then. I <coughs> wholeheartedly believe that KD is closer to Kyrie Irving's state of mind, being that he would rather play for a winner than go to New York and try and be the main man in the biggest market in sports than... Kyrie is to KD's being like, all right, I'm willing to go to New York and try and make something out of nothing. Something out of nothing. They have they have one. We're probably going to get Zion just because of all this going on. Two, we have Kevin Knox. We still have Mitchell Robinson. We still have we still have an influx of talent. We now have a real point guard. So, I why not, bro? You, but this is what I'm saying. This, going into this summer with two back slots. The only thing that you guys really have to boast to any of these free agents is you're a mass market city and you have four hopes and Bro, players. we actually have mad talent on our team. I need you to put some respect on our on, on my roster. Like, bro, the, our, the, the, bro, the talent that you have on your team, because like you said, I'm a Laker fan. So I know what it's like having talent and trying to lure free agents. <laughs> so when you tell me that you have a bunch of talent on your team, bro. I'm saying, where are the wins? So how many wins did y'all have last year with, with y'all with y'all y'all influx of talent? Yikes. And, and you see that we couldn't sign no free agents this season except for LeBron James. Except for LeBron James? Except already, but 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 this is what I'm saying. He didn't come to LA because of the situation. LA he came to, to him. LA because he was going to LA. Okay, but 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 you missed my you missed my point. You just said influx of talent. He, so he just basically chose just because it's LA. He didn't he didn't care who was on the roster. So you're gonna tell me if the same roster from Cleveland was in LA, LeBron would still go to the LA team just to be in LA? Fuck out of here. I think I think it's a stronger possibility that KD ended up on the Knicks next season. That's what I'm saying. But we talking about two different people. Yes, we are. Because if it was LeBron, LeBron can go anywhere in the league and know he's gonna make the playoffs. And that's a lie. That motherfucker go to Phoenix. He ain't making nothing. All right. Well, LeBron, LeBron is has, is a strong believer that he can go anywhere in the league and make the playoffs. Yeah. Okay. Faith is a hell of a drug sometimes. All right. Look, <laughs> you, you still you still getting away from the point of what I'm saying is that the the Knicks, at, at, in terms of being a playoff team with one maybe two people, unless those two people are the top two people in free agency this summer. The odds of them actually doing that are, are slim to none. So why would they? Why would anybody want to go there? Listen, listen. Unless KD comes Knicks. out and goes, "I'm going to New York." Who wants to come with me? The odds of them signing two max slots without pay, overpaying for somebody is slim to none. We're not gonna have to overpay nobody. These men want want max contracts. Jimmy Butler wants a max contract. I'm not giving him max money, but that's what he wants. I think Jimmy Butler and Kyrie low-key might come to New York. Do I want that? Probably not, because then that means we traded Dennis Smith, tra- traded for Dennis Smith Jr. for nothing. Well, what I'm telling you is, yes, if that happens, A, you traded for Dennis Smith Jr. for nothing, and B, it's not going to happen. All right, so Shep and I, we jump into the transfer deadline that happened in uh, European football yesterday. Uh, and Arsenal and Tottenham haven't been the biggest spenders, uh, really in the last maybe six, seven years, but Shep and I decided to talk about why we think it's <laughs> time for a change <laughs> point, point blank period. Uh, Arsenal, we need so many, so many reinforcements on the back line. 
and Tottenham needed to bring in a striker that could, you know, hold down the fort until Harry Kane got back with Son being um, out for the Asian Cup for a little bit. Um, you know, we, we both needed reinforcements and we take a little bit of time to talk about just that. Check it out. All the shit we didn't have to put up with so far this season, all we signed is Dennis Suarez, a midfielder. The one position we really don't need right now, we decide to loan with an option to buy for him because it made sense. I don't give a fuck if it made sense. Ask, hey, 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 chef, ask me if I give a fuck if it makes sense. Do you I don't, give a fuck if it makes sense? I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't. I, I give zero fucks. Like, actual, like actual zero it's just i mean all right let me calm down let me let me just breathe it's been a long day okay it's been a long day i just got home my phone's been ringing uncontrollably since three o'clock p.m and i don't really have anything else to say chef so go ahead and enlighten on the trade and and that's the thing about this ladies and gentlemen not only was it a hectic day for basketball for football it was the deadline for basically what americans would call the trade deadline the transfer deadline was today so um chef please please enlighten us on what the hell happened uh i couldn't tell because uh tottenham hotspur spent a grand total of zero pounds (laughs) that just sounds that just sounds funny. He's like, they spent a total of zero pounds. No, yeah. Not one, not two, but zero. Uh, the Tottenham was trying to make, take a last chance dive at getting Mi- Michi Batchelai from uh, Chelsea. Mm-hmm. And um, I think Everton, West Ham, and Fulham or somebody else was also interested. And... Mm-hmm. They were charging. Um, they were they were getting their price for for those three teams or four teams was two million loan out fee with a chance to buy, and Tottenham put an offer in for a loan and it, the loan magically went to eight million. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Chelsea is petty. Chelsea's yeah. like, yeah, no, it's okay. And, and oh, if if that's too much for a loan for half a season, you could buy him for forty. Right, exactly. And you know what? You know what's sad? It's the fact that I think Chelsea knows they're in a down downward spiral, and Tottenham is not only ahead of them, and you, they would be helping them tremendously with him. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's really it. I don't know why I tried to <laughs> make that into a, a long <laughs> spiel, but that's what it is. <laughs> I don't know why I tried to make that more in depth than it was. Right, right. That that's really all it was, and I and I almost I almost did it. I almost made it sound like it was an intricate thing, but no, it was just a matter of business. Like Tottenham is clearly ahead of Chelsea by I think what six points? You guys are clear of Chelsea? Uh, something uh, like. And we had a perfect talking about perfect weekend last uh, last weekend or the last. I'm sorry, midweek. Because um, let me let me just go back to my little board here. I got we got Chelsea losing by four goals. We had Liverpool tie, and uh, Manchester United tied, and Man City lost to Newcastle. Oh, you guys had a uh, you guys had a uh, what's the word in uh, poker? Well, not full house. Yeah, had a royal flush. Royal flush. There we go. You guys definitely had a royal flush for a weekend. That's crazy. 
So yeah, that's we, um, crazy. You actually guys, you guys just Arsenal just superseded Chelsea from the fifth to the fourth spot. I know, I know. When I saw they lost four, I'm like, damn. Yeah. Damn, we, thank you, uh, Newcastle. Oh, we appreciate you. Bournemouth's a team you can't sleep on. You really can't sleep on that team, to be honest with you. No, it's you're right. Like, like Watford sneaks up on you, man. They're not that good, but they they really sneak up on you big time. Yeah, no, you're definitely right. And I I personally think, listen, I, I hear that, but this weekend, I just I need my boys to come to play. We got Man City. They, they have not been playing well at all the last month or so. I think I think it's now time to for Emery to put his stamp on times are not changing, but you know this isn't the same Arsenal. The same Arsenal that I know will go out and lose Saturday uh, two 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 zero. Honestly, that, that's that's what it would be. But I I told my boys I'm thinking I'm thinking it's gonna be two one. Okay. Going Arsenal's way. So we'll we'll see. But outside of that, man, I'm so disappointed in us. We could have done yeah. so much more. And we had the chance to, even though it was just loans. And I always say how a big top six club. Ooh, excuse me. Top six club is broke. It confuses me. I don't and you know what it is, Chef? I don't even think we're broke. I think they're really just waiting until um we make the Champions League if we make it in order to sign certain players. Well, you want to hear something crazy, too? You want to talk about not spending money. I just saw a graphic before we started this little, uh, before you invited me to this segment here. And the graphic showed the top six teams spending over since 2014, spending, how much they spent. Manchester City, over 700 million. Manchester United, over 300 million. Liverpool over 200 million. Arsenal over 300 million. Tottenham Hotspur 58 million. Since 2014 you've only spent tw- 2014 58 million. You know I mean there's players in the NBA who've made that in the last 2 years, 3 years. That's how much this and most of it was to Lucas Moura. I was just about to say he was the only guy you ever like cashed out, and like you would think he was like a surefire can't miss prospect the way you guys shelled out money for him. But well, Lewis Morris fired it. Listen, you talking about South Carolina education? This man tried to take a one syllable word and make it two syllables and act like nothing was wrong. Listen, bro. oh there he goes. Oh, the man of the hour. The man of the hour. Where you can in New York education, where you can take a one syllable word and split it into two syllables, and it means the same thing. Bro, they're words; they're all made up anyway. Carson, (laughs) oh now now they're all now they're all words. Like you, you, you have that voice tone where it's like you just talk and you sound like an asshole, and if you add a little sarcastic to it, it just makes it so much funnier. (laughs) It's like you think. It's gonna be a nice person, and then he's—it's kind of not. It, it murder on the beat because it's not nice. <laughs> <laughs> I swear it's unintentional. Yeah. Yo, 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 Mo, can you do me a favor, man? Can you uh, yeah. can you uh, start out the outro? Mo, can you do me a favor and look up yeah, the word homonym? <laughs> <laughs> homonym. Your performance and, 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 and read the definition. Hominid. Hominim. Hanamanapia. Like synonym, anonym, hononym. Hurry how about hurry the halapa? 
that is that one enough? <laughs> I think that's a hominin. Mo. Mo. Anyway, thank you. Uh, hey. Anyway, we like to thank y'all for tuning in to yet another no, week we of. No, we don't. Uh, you want to do it or you want me to do it? <laughs> All right, man. Hurry the hell up. <laughs> what do I get to do an outro? You got yeah, one next man, week, man. February 29th. We got you. All right, good looks. <laughs> anyway, that's the show. That's all we got for you this week. All right, y'all two back in February 29th. And my boy Shep is going to ruin an outro. <laughs> Before that, we going to all kick our handles to you. You know, let us know where you can find us on social media. Get, get, get your, you know, go ahead and get your crew, find us, and get live with us. So, you know, go ahead, Carson, lead us off. Yeah, y'all can find me on Twitter at Pharaoh underscore GL for all the college talk. March Madness, baby. Oh, yeah, it's approaching. Best month of the year. You heard me? March 17th, we out here. Follow me under, uh, what's my name? 317TH underscore on the IG. Um, I changed my name on Twitter. It is now Talk To Him Stat. You know what I'm saying? For everybody who out there who've been following the Talk To Him Stat uh, post every day on IG, I appreciate you. I love you. Um, and yeah, baby, shout out to Danny Green's dad, who's actually uh, going to listen to this episode Saturday. Shout out to, to the North Bab kid and his, and his pops. Um, and um, go ahead, Chef. It's, it's your turn, brother. Yeah, you can find me at Al Top Tier Shepherd. At- <laughs> <laughs> That's the top tier, as we all know. That's wait, the top wait. tippity top one. Why do you keep dragging the ear? Like it's like ear. Ear. That's how it's spelled. T I. All right, Tip. All right, Tip Harris. You know what? Different this one. I'm gonna give you guys my email. Alan Junior at gmail dot com. There we go. There we go. Hey, I like it. Oh, he we, said you can find me on Google Play. Nah. I think we're still taking. I think we uh we take donations on Anchor too. So if y'all want to go ahead and help us out with some lunch money or child support money, we uh we greatly nah, appreciate that. Nah. Support. That you got to pay your own child support. Oh, oh, you're not about to put that on me, brother. Soldier uh-huh. boy, mean child what? support. <laughs> y'all, <laughs> y'all, y'all shooting up clubs. Uh, uh-uh. I go with. <laughs> I go with and sit down. Oh, wait, nah, he said, nah, I'm in that club, safety on. Well, safety right? all the way on, man. Nah, I let nah, mine in the car. <laughs> tell me tell me why my mom's actually hinted the other day. She wanted a grandchild. I was like, dad, my, my 12-year-old brother can't handle the responsibilities and folly yet, mom. You tripping. <laughs> <That's> what... <laughs> I, I avoided that like the Matrix, boy. Fuck out of here. <laughs> oh, she tripping. But no, nah, we really appreciate you tripping, y'all. tripping. We appreciate y'all. But that's a fact. Nah, yeah. Always and forever. Thank all y'all. Get live. Thank you guys. We love Yo, is it, weird. is it my outro or is it your Duh. outro? Can I do this? Hey. Hurry up, hurry up bro. Yeah, real quick, hey, bro. Real quick. Go. Oh, real oh, quick. Nah. Oh, nah. Tell, them, <laughs> tell everybody your address so they can see you this homonym book. <laughs> <laughs> it's 144. Fuck that nigga Carson. Avenue. <laughs> 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 All right. That's top tier, son. I tell you. Y'all can send it to any block I'm out here. Nah, but that ass, y'all. Thank y'all for listening to the show this week. We love y'all. We we appreciate y'all. We thank all y'all for the support. If you want to continue to support, like we said, you can go ahead and hit that anchorfm.com. Get live with the crew. Hit us with the donations. And uh, that's it. It's the notorious episode. One last 